The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life Tips. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Welcome your hosts, Byron White and Amanda Smith. Back with Life Tips Radio this week, and unfortunately, we don't have Byron on, but it's going to be a girls' show today. We're speaking with Marsha Wider, who is the CEO and founder of Dream University. She's a fantastic women's coach. She talks to to women all over the world in the business world. She she does leadership talks. So I want to just jump right into talking with her. Marsha, are you here? Hi, Amanda. Yeah, Marsha Weider. Weeder, I'm sorry. We are notorious <laughs> for mispronouncing guests' last names. You no problem at all. And I coach men, women. I'm uh, Jack Canfield's <laughs> personal dream coach. So um, I'm excited to be on this call with you today. So let's jump right into it. Can you tell me a little bit more about what Dream University is? Yeah, we are a company, been around for about 20-some-odd years, that really is dedicated to inspiring and educating people on how to achieve their personal and professional dreams. Um, Our major program is the Dream Coach Certification, where I've certified about a 1,000 life coaches, um, as well as our How to Be an Inspiring Speaker, because we believe that when people can speak powerfully about their dreams, they can get them done faster and easier. Mm-hmm. Now, so that's probably about my, and, you know, and my life has really been about helping people get clear about what they want, overcome the fears and doubts, and then take action to make those dreams a reality. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you've been a, a frequent guest on Oprah, the Today Show. You have your own PBS TV special. You've written four books. I mean, you've really got this nailed down. So w- tell me a little bit more about your latest book, Dreams Are Whispers from the Soul. Oh, it's a really different book, and if pe- people go to my website, which is dreamcoach.com, they'll see it. It's a beautiful uh, picture. It was uh, p- a book that was done by Simple Truths, and it combines 20-some-odd years of my insight and wisdom, but in those kind of two-page, quickie sound bites, kind of like life tips, you know, just that, you know, quick information uh, with beautiful, inspirational pictures, and I love it. It's done really well, and of course, being on Oprah a couple of times has been really fabulous. I got to ask Oprah what her dream was. Mm-hmm. So uh, the show that I was on the first time was about empowering women to start their own businesses. And Oprah came out on the stage and I said, you know, so Oprah, what, what was your dream when you started your company? And she said, she said two things. One was her dream was to have fun. <laughs> this is the richest self-made woman in America, maybe in the world, and she's telling us a lot about her value and, and how that's important to her. But then she also went on to say that her dream was to create a company where people would come together, make a contribution, and together they would give back to the world. And the audience went crazy. They were hooting and hollering. And when the energy was at this really high-fevered pitch, Oprah basically took the microphone and said, so, Marsha, what's your dream? Now, you know, I know it's a little unnerving for a lot of us to share our dreams one-on-one, but if you can imagine 35 million people and my mother were watching that day, and what I said was my dream is 
to help people dream again. You know, so on one hand, we could say that I'm, you know, I'm in the business of saying, you know, wake up, it's time to really pursue your dreams. So Mm -hmm. it's been really thrilling to have my whole life be dedicated about this, whether it's putting on workshops or writing books. And by the way, I want to give your listeners, we have a little special up right now. If they go to dreamcoach.com slash gift, G-I-F-T, we're giving away during this call 10 free e-books that I've written helping people figure out what their dreams are, find new dreams, believe in ourselves, because during a time where it feels like there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of unknown, there's a lot of fear and doubt that comes up for people. So these 10 e-books, www.dreamcoach.com slash gift, G-I-F-T, we'll send them immediately these 10 books to help people create new dreams and go for the dreams that matter to them most. What an awesome opportunity. Thank you so much for doing that. That's great for our listeners. You're welcome. Um, t- now, now, tell me a little bit more about how, how dreams have to, have to do with the business world. How, do they, how are they associated? Oh, that's easy. Well, first, let me say, for me, a dream is simply something you want. Uh, the difference between a dream and a fantasy, like winning the lottery, is that in a dream you can design a strategy to make it happen, where in the lottery you really can't do anything to ensure it's going to happen. However, in my travels around the world, and this is true in a business environment as well as personal dreams, what I'm finding is that it's not that people never go to strategy, but rather they tend to go to strategy so quickly And if you can't figure out where the time and money is coming from, you'll often say, never mind and abandon the dream. Well, what big dreamers or visionaries have learned to do is to have a dream, articulate it with clarity so people get it, express it with passion so people are excited about it, and most importantly, big dreamers, and this is personally and professionally, have learned to inspire, invite, and enroll other people in getting behind their vision. So, you know, sometimes when I go into a company, we might call my keynote passion and productivity or mapping your leadership vision. I'm doing a talk like that for leaders at the YWCA. Or if I go into a Fortune 500, it might be about igniting passion in your work and life. It actually doesn't matter because the process is exactly the same. Uh, But what does matter is standing in your purpose, connected to your mission, you might call it at your company, or your individual purpose. Standing in your purpose, the quality of your dreams and the quality of your life actually change. So, you know, I'll just add this piece that where dreams come from, and this doesn't matter if it's in business or with your family, uh, where dreams come from is you make them up. Some of them are based on need, like your need to meet a quarterly goal or your need to put your kids to a good school. Some of them are based on desire. Maybe you're wanting to expand your business or you're wanting to write a great book or live in a foreign country, but the dreams that come from your purpose that are really in alignment or in integrity with your heart and soul are usually the most profound. Let me just add this, Amanda. You know, sometimes we use the words dream and vision interchangeably. You know, if I'm speaking to, um, you know, a room full of bankers, you know, I'll, I'll use the context and I'll say that in business, Dreaming is the driving force for transformation because without vision, companies fail. So we can interchange dream and vision. We can interchange mission and purpose. But the core message is the same. What is it that you're wanting to do or create or manifest or make happen? And what are you willing and needing to do in order to make it a reality? 
Now, what happens, I mean, I know as a kid, everybody has these huge dreams about how successful they want to be and all these, all these wonderful dreams and visions, but what happens when you get older? How do you, how do you begin becoming your own roadblock? Well, I would say, you know, in, what I like to teach is that no dream is too big and no dream is too small. So um, we're, we're, I'm grateful that there are people who have the Mother Teresa Save the World dreams, but your dream of spending quality time with your family, your dream of being paid well for doing what you love, your dream of being healthy and physically fit, your dream of coaching or mentoring other people, these are just as important. I think the reason why I have certified over a 1,000 dream coaches is that a lot of us do have the dream and vision of helping others. But what I do in that week-long training is I'm taking you through the process while I'm teaching you how to take others through the process. So on one hand, we know there's no better way to learn something than to actually teach it. But a lot of us need to be reminded what it means to dream. We have, as your question implies, become so mired in reality and so busy living from our clocks and calendars that many of us don't even know what our dreams are. But for those of us that are... 30s and 40s and beyond, you know, I, you know, I would say that it's been medically proven that people with passion and dreams actually live longer, healthier lives than people who are just going through the motions. So it's critical. It's not just like an optional or a nice idea. And during these times, people might say, well, Marcia, isn't this really a time to be realistic? Now, don't get me wrong, we have to know where we are, our reality, in order to design the strategy for where we want to go, our dream or our vision or our goals. But the question is, what has being realistic cost you? If you're overly realistic, it can cost you years off your life, it can cost you your passion and your dreams, it can cost you your faith. You know, the price is really, really high when we stop dreaming, but we're not talking about fantasizing here. I'm really talking to people about getting clear about who you are, your purpose, your mission, and from inside that place, really deciding and or determining what are the dreams that are most important to you. I think at any phase of life, one of the most confronting questions we can ask, Amanda, is how do I want my life to be? Because if you're someone who practices living with integrity, the next question must be, and what am I willing to do about it? And that's a, that's a challenging one. A lot of people don't want to ask the first question because they know they have to ask the second. Well, you know what's interesting is that in, in such a down economy, when so many pe- people are feeling depressed and, and feeling down about where their lives are headed, it, I've seen such a return to almost these childlike, um, childlike you know, uh, beliefs. You know, get back to dreaming. Get back to your core. What do you really want to do with your life? How can you approach reality from a, from a whole new focus? And I think that that what you're talking about encompasses that idea. Yeah, I mean, if you get if you just got laid off from your job, it can be an awfully scary time. And for many of us, we we look down during a downward spiral instead of okay, let me just stop. Let me get myself grounded. Let me take a couple of breaths and let me ask the question. Given that this opportunity has been presented slash imposed upon me, what choices or decisions do I want to make now that are going to bring me great happiness, joy, and fulfillment, as well as help me put the money in my pocket to be able to take care of my family and or myself in the way that I need and want to? Now, what is, what is the great dream challenge that you were talking about? 
Oh, yeah, well, I've, I've been a, a, a columnist in the San Francisco Chronicle, and it was quite exciting when the fourth largest newspaper in the country decided to, uh, to really uh, dedicate a column to good news, and it was mm-hmm. called A New Conversation About Dreams. And the great, you know, dream challenge is really just inviting people to stop and say, what is it that I want? What is it that matters to me most? And then to design what I call a wow within one week. What's an action step that you'll take to demonstrate that you're committed to that dream? One of the action steps I urge everyone on this call to do today is take advantage of these 10 free ebooks that we talked about. And uh, I'll give the link one more time. It's www.dreamcoach.com slash gift, G-I-F-T. So when you take uh, make a commitment to an action step, you're demonstrating that you're more committed to your dream or your vision than you are to your doubt, fear, or reality. It's not enough to just say, I do believe in my dreams. You need to prove that you believe in it by taking action. One of the core tenets that I teach in the Dream Coach methodology is can you believe in something simply because it matters to you? not because there are promises, guarantees, or assurances. Can you believe in your dream or your dreams because they matter to you and then prove that you really are serious about them, prove that you really do believe in them, that they really do matter to you by taking action. Without the action, we're just talking about it and thinking about it and giving dreaming a bad name. So when I talk about dreams, I'm not talking about fantasizing or daydreaming. I'm talking about getting clear about what you want, what matters to you, overcoming the fears and doubts. I know we're going to talk a little bit more about that. And then taking action to prove that you're not just talking about it and thinking about it. Because with one single step, you're not only now uh, now are you not only in action on the dream but people relate to you differently and more importantly you relate to you differently new resources show up new perspective is available with one single step forward you're now in a new relationship to your dream now marcia if i if i tell our listeners to go check out amazingdreamers.com what are they going to find there yeah, that's our free global community. We've got about 7,000 members. Um, I will, you know, warn people it's more than just putting in your name and email. For the e-books, you just put in your name and your, and your email and the books show up. Amazing Dreamers, it asks for a little bit more of a profile because that's how we've really kept out the spammers. But that's a community of, uh, I think I've been told, the largest community solely dedicated to helping people achieve their dreams. So mm-hmm. there's... Excuse me. There are dream coaches and dream champions there to actually help you and support you. It's free. Amazing dreamers, plural. Amazingdreamers.com. And you can go in there. You can post your dream. Uh, with the great dream challenge, a lot of people said that by actually putting their uh, their their dream in there, posting their email and their wow within one week action step, that increased their likelihood of actually doing it. And then it's really cool because you come back and you report on it or if you have a resource that you want to share or you have a request that you want to make. I mean, I was in Australia last year with my fiancé, Patrick, and we just we had landed in Sydney and we said, you know, we really want to do some things that are off the beaten track. And we went into Amazing Dreamers and said, hello, Dreamers, we've just made a dream come true. We're in Australia. We're going scuba diving <laughs> next week at the Great Barrier Reef. But while we're here in Sydney, can you send us to some off the beaten track fun things to do? And within a half an hour, we had about 20 responses, restaurants, friends, private clubs. We felt like we were just king and queen for a day. So (laughs) the community is there to support people on any dream, big or small. 
That's fantastic, Marcia. Thank you so much for coming on today and telling us all about it. And would you tell us one more time uh, the website that everyone should be going to during this during this interview so that they can get their free ebook? Yes, I'm going to give you two things. One is go to dreamcoach.com slash gift to get the 10 free ebooks on finding your dream and believing in your dream and overcoming failure and a new relationship to money. You'll find them priceless. You're welcome to share that link with other friends. Um, and also, if you're interested in attending either the Dream Coach certification or the How to Be an Inspiring Speaker program, go to dreamcoach.com under workshops. You'll see those programs. And if you put life tips, in the notes section, we'll take $500 off your tuition for either the Dream Coach training or the How to Be an Inspiring Speaker workshop. So check those programs out. And Amanda, thank you so much. I think we, we, we packed a lot in in a short period of time. <laughs> Marcia, it was great having you on. I think you're one of the most uh, enthusiastic speakers we've ever had on. Thank you so much for bringing your energy and telling us all about dream coaching. And I encourage everyone to go and visit the website. And if you have any questions, where can they reach you? They can reach really actually through my website, dreamcoach.com is the best place for them to connect with me. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today, Marsha. Thank you, and say hi to Byron. Absolutely. Take care. Now, everyone, we're going we're gonna to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by John Cass, who is the new Director of Marketing here at Life Tips. He's going to tell us a little bit more about some of his new ideas for marketing and for networking and uh, his new approach to Twitter. So join us in two minutes. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. Affiliate Convention 2009 Denver. Free for all affiliates and all the information you need to know to grow your business. June 18th and 19th. For more information about registration and sponsorship, visit www.affiliateconvention.com. XYZ in the affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the click into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you, cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. We've become a quick state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866 XY7 pays. It's toll free. Tell me what you're waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Life Tips is now on iTunes. Write us a review and tell us how much you love us. Your company's website sucks. You know it. Everybody knows it. So get a to-do list to fix it. On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7. Analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it. So that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with Referback.com. They've shown me how to... Referback.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. Referback gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit Referback.com. 
Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Go behind the scenes of Life Tips with their Facebook fan page. Search for Life Tips Podcast on Facebook now. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Hey, everyone. We are back, and we are speaking with John Cast, who is the new Director of Marketing here at Life Tips. Hi, John. How are you? Oh, I'm very well, Amanda. Very glad to be here on the, on the radio show. Good. Thanks for joining us. I, I wish Byron had been on with us today, but unfortunately, he's out of office right now, so he entrusted your interview to me. And just to give a little bit of a background, John is taking over as Director of Marketing and Communications here at Life Tips. He is going to be doing the corporate blogging. He's going to be doing all the wonderful marketing for us. What are, what are some of the things that you've, um, you've encountered in the, in the few weeks that you've been on board here? And also, welcome to the team. We're excited to have you on. Oh, well, thank you very much, Amanda. I'm very excited to be here. Um, I think uh, the Live Tips uh, uh, community is very strong, and that's one of the things that I want to do. I want to help uh, provide uh, 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 more infrastructure to the community uh, by uh, using more elements of, of social media. That's, that's really part of my uh, marketing plan for the future. Perhaps um, uh, giving some of the Life Tips gurus uh, more resources to expand their, their reach, uh, giving them uh, advice and tips on how to grow their sites, and um, as we'll touch on later, extend the use of Life Tips in, in Twitter. Mm-hmm. Now I've already seen I've I've been on Twitter and and you're on Twitter. Um, my my Twitter name is Life Tips Editor. And and what is your Twitter name in case uh, any of our listeners want to follow? John Cass. Simple enough. <laughs> 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 so um, now that now that we're all getting on Twitter and I'm getting acclimated with Twitter and Byron's on Twitter all the time, um, how are some of the ways that some of our gurus can be using Twitter to push people towards their blogs and and new postings? Well, uh, Twitter is 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 both uh, it's it's a vehicle, as in most uh, social media technologies, it's a vehicle where you're having a conversation with people. So what you have to do is you have to come up with a plan for conducting uh, outreach to people within your community, and you have to follow them, and you have to um, retweet what they're talking about. So it, it's not just about talking about yourself and what you do, um, but it's, it's really about getting involved in the community. There's, a, there's an online conversation in Twitter um, about your topic, uh, whatever it is, you know, whether it's running um, or some other related topic. And so what you need to do is, is basically search for um, the ongoing conversations that people have about your topic and um, start to connect with people directly. Um, and you can do that by following them. You can also, if they decide to follow you, you can also direct message them. Uh, in Twitter, there's, there's two ways to communicate with people. You can, you can send a reply, which uh, they will get in their, um, uh, either on their Twitter uh, webpage or in their Twitter client, or you can direct message them if 
if they're following you and the direct message is actually uh, private. Although, do be cautious when you're using direct messaging. Sometimes, I know I've done this, you might inadvertently reply and, and it's public. And that's the thing with Twitter. I think that's the, uh, the brilliance of, uh, of this, this new social media technology is that you're having this ongoing conversation with individuals in only 140 characters, but then the rest of the world can also see it. Um, once you start, you, once you get beyond, say, 100 followers, it's sometimes hard to um, uh, follow your, your Twitter stream or live stream of, um, uh, of followers or the live streams of the followers that you have. So it's important to use some tools um, to really uh, target in on, on those conversations that you most want to, uh, to follow. Um, perhaps download some, some great um, uh, uh, Twitter clients like uh, Twirl and TweetDeck. Uh, TweetDeck will actually allow you to group uh, people into um, uh, different categories. So um, if you have a locality or you're searching by a particular aspect of your topic that you uh, cover, um, I would group people based on, on those issues. Um, you can also, using um, some of these Twitter clients, um, actually use the Twitter search engine um, and have automatic searches set up. So you can search based on keywords and um, with a Twitter client like uh, Twirl, um, it will um, have automatic pop-ups that will uh, pop up when someone is writing about uh, the topic that you have included, the keyword that you're searching on. So, um, um, but really, as part of this process, it's, it's all about uh, finding those people, connecting with them, and, and it's not just about writing your, about your own topic, but you're also retweeting, uh, which basically means that you'll put uh, either the word retweet or RT, um, and then um, a copy of what someone else tweeted um, in in your Twitter stream, um, and uh, then and then also uh, writing about some of the things that uh, that you're writing about on your uh, Life Tips uh, uh, site. Um, so it's it's a matter of um, doing the outreach, and then in the process of uh, uh, conducting that outreach, you also mention some of the things that uh, that you're writing in terms of content. Excellent. What a great crash course in, in Twitter. And I'm, in, I'm strongly encouraging all of our gurus, all of our listeners to begin following John, begin following myself, begin following Byron, Life Tips if you aren't already. And also, um, John, you've got a, a great blog that's up at idealaunch.com slash blog, which I encourage you know everyone listening to read, uh, in which you discuss great content and um, uh, also the SES New York trade show, which I know you were thrown into within the first week or so of being on board with us. How did everything go there? Oh yes, that was that was very exciting. Actually, the first three days of my uh, time here at um, at Light Tips was at the SES show, and <laughs> I think it was really a great chance to um, get to know um, some of the colleagues here at Life Tips, um, but also uh, to learn more about the product um, and um, and really get to meet uh, some of the customers and really understand on a, a very uh, a big chance on a one-on-one basis to understand the value of the uh, of the products and services that we provide here at Life Tips. You also had a, a great opportunity to speak with Rebecca Lieb, which uh, we're actually going to replay that interview uh, with you and Rebecca immediately following this one. So if our listeners want to um, uh, stay tuned in, they can, they can catch uh, that great interview. But do you want to tell us a little bit more about what it was like speaking with her and, and who she is? 
Yes, Rebecca Lieb is, uh, is an old uh, uh, friend of mine. Um, she uh, is the former uh, vice president and editor-in-chief of the ClickZ network and also searchenginewatch.com. Um, very, very well known in the industry and uh, a great leader in the industry, uh, uh, both on search engine optimization and also in social media. She actually um, hosted the first blogging conference in uh, 2002, I think it was, uh, in the Boston area with some of the uh, the early bloggers. So she's been a leader in both the search industry and also the uh, social media industry. She has written a new book, The Truth About Search Engine Optimization, and it's just published. And um, I asked her a few questions in the interview when we were at the SES show um, about that book. Fantastic. Well, John, thank you so much for joining us today, and welcome aboard. Oh, thank you so much, Amanda. Very good to uh, to be here on the show and with the company, and look forward to uh, uh, to talking more with the community. Excellent. Um, I, I do encourage everyone to stay tuned in. We're going to uh, go to a quick break, and then we're going to have Re- uh, Rebecca and John's interview from SES New York 2009, which I hear was fantastic. So until next week, everyone, I hope your lives are a little bit better, faster, all those wonderful things that Byron and I always say that I of course can't remember now but stay tuned for uh, John's interview next Life Tips will be right back after this short break Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to over 30,000 subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO, SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at articlesender.com. That's article, S-E-N-D-E-R.com. Have a good weekend, Andy. See you, Andy. Hey, Jan, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast, inexpensive, excellent, and on time. Offshoring.com. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. Revenue Wire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Market Edge with Larry Weber, Tuesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and on demand inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And now, back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. This is John Cass, Director of Marketing 
with Idea Search with the Life Tips podcast at Webmaster Radio. Today, I'm going to be uh, interviewing Re- Rebecca Lee, the Vice President of North American Operations at the Search Engine Strategies Conference in uh, New York City. Uh, Rebecca is a newly published author. Uh, the name of the book is uh, The Truth About uh, Search Engine Optimization. Uh, Rebecca, welcome. Hi, John. Great to see you again. Good to see you. How's the book going? Um, the book is going beyond my wildest dreams. I'm a first-time author, so I don't have a benchmark, but I actually hit 290 on Amazon last week, which was sort of shattering when I realized I might be beating out War and Peace or the Bible or something like that. But it's very heartening to know people actually do want to learn search engine optimization. Well, that's great. That's that's just wonderful. Um, so, what was the process like for actually writing the book? Uh, I take it this is your this is your first book. So, how is that different from the other types of writing that you've done in the past? Well, I've been a journalist for many, many years, and until recently I was editor-in-chief of ClickSee and Search Engine Watch, and I think the biggest compare and contrast between writing for the web and writing a book is the instant gratification factor is sorely lacking. Uh, you finish it up, you put it to bed, and then you wait a few months till you're actually holding the thing in your hand or until it goes live. But because this is a very introductory and conceptual book about SEO... It, it's not the deep dive, it's not coding, it's not geek stuff, it's the concepts of SEO. At least the content didn't didn't age out as it might have done one year covering breaking news, which is something that I'm also used to doing. Did you uh, collaborate uh, with anyone else in the writing the book or uh, use uh, any editors? Um, I didn't collaborate. I wrote it solo, but I never could have written it solo had I not worked with all of the contributors and experts I've been working with for most of the past 10 years here at Search Engine Strategies, at Search Engine Watch, at ClickZ. Um, you know, it's really informed by the knowledge of the dozens and dozens of people who speak and contribute here and elsewhere. Um, I did have the best of the best in terms of technical editors, um, somebody who you might know, Amanda Watlington, who's from your hometown of Boston, said the technical editor on the book was the estimable Amanda Watlington, who is a Boston-based SEO expert and writer and blogger and editor and PhD. Um, so her job was to catch me if I ma- made any mistakes, and I'll admit to having made a few, um, and, and keep things honest and on track, which she did very, very admirably. She's one of the great unsung heroes of this publication. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. So how would you recommend uh, to our listeners uh, how they, uh, they, they think about uh, writing content for the web, uh, especially in the context of, um, of search engine optimization? Well, you know, I might be biased because I'm an editor and a writer, but, you know, I I, I kind of go with the Bible on this one. In the beginning, there was the word. Um, Search is a text-based medium and a text-based function. Everything else is really gravy as far as search engines are concerned. You can have the best video, the best images, the best of anything there is on the web, but if there is not great copy, great text, clear, concise labeling wrapped around it, the search engine's don't care. And of course, as an editor, that's something that I care about very much. The gospel that I've been preaching for a very long time now is you've got to think like a publisher, even if you're not a publisher. This is all about textual content, and you therefore have to have a content strategy to get anywhere, not just with search engines, but of course with end users. And those are the people who use the search engines. You're not writing for the search engines. Ultimately, you're writing for users. 
you're trying to be compelling. You're certainly trying to use keywords, but you're also trying to be clear and label everything appropriately and contextually. And it's important to also think of content as not just copy. Content is bigger than copy. Content is meta tags and title tags and navigational structure. Everything that words are associated with on your website has, is content in far, insofar as SEO is concerned. Now, you have a, a new job at eConsultancy, and you've started a new office uh, here in North America. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that and, and what the content marketing strategy is for uh, eConsultancy? Absolutely. eConsultancy has been around for 10 years in the UK, where it is by far the market leader in terms of publishing, research, training, and conferences. And over the past 10 years, and this again has something to do with content and something to do with the way search engines work, um, very Organically, about 10% of the company's traffic and membership has come from the United States. And the company wants to expand after 10 years of market domination in the UK, and the US is the logical next place to do it since we've got 10% share without even trying. So in a nutshell, I always say that my job is to try. Um, you know, the strategy is um, to start slowly. We have focused on covering UK best practices and, and results in terms of web advertising and marketing. I've just hired a US editor, and I'm, of course, contributing to the site and writing reports now now, as well as hiring freelancers based here in the U.S. So we're initially going to make our content more relevant because content is everything. And that's the springboard from which we want to build a platform for branding and for conferences, events, and actual commerce of our reports. Well, that's wonderful. We're here at the uh, Search Engine Strategies uh, Conference here in, in New York. And um, so we're here in uh, New York at the Search Engine Strategies uh, Conference. Uh, and um, it's uh, here in the midst of the, the recession and everything. But uh, what do you think of the show this year? And uh, what, uh, what, uh, who have you seen? And also some of the, the speakers that you've seen that uh, have caught your eye. Well, it's only day one, so I haven't been to a ton of sessions, but all my old friends are here, and I think there's a pretty darn healthy turnout at this conference considering the recession, but that's because search is the most cost-effective, ROI-intensive form of advertising and marketing that there is, and if people who aren't in search certainly need to think about getting into search at this point in time because, you know, the buying the network airtime strategy is probably not the best idea. It was also wonderful seeing guys. Kawasaki this morning because I'm one of those dyed-in-the-wool Mac users, and so I've been a fan of his ever since before I was online, literally, but, you know, I was using desktop Macintosh computers, and he was my evangelist back in the day, so that was a real treat. Are you a Twitter user as well? I'm absolutely a Twitter user. I think we follow one another, don't we, John? We do, we do. I, I uh, saw a tweet just the other day about uh, you describing a friend of yours who was uh, tweeting from the uh, United Nations uh, Security Council, so that was quite interesting. Yeah, I have a childhood friend who's staying with me, and he's doing relief work in Africa right now, and so he's over here staying, sleeping on my sofa and advising the Foreign Security Council or the UN Security Council about Somalia policy, and I could not believe they let him uh, use Twitter in that room. Yes, that is that is surprising. What is your Twitter uh, profile? Uh, my it is a play on my last name. It is Lieblink. L L I E B L I N K. 
Um, well, that's great. Well, Rebecca, I want to thank you very much for uh, uh, talking with me today at the Life Tips uh, uh, podcast at uh, Webmaster Radio. I really appreciate you taking some time out, and I hope the book uh, does very well. Thank you so much, John, and thank you very much for the invitation and the opportunity to see you again.